are. On Deep Tracks Only. I'm Colt Westbrook. I'm Philip Hunsicker. And today we are going to be here for your complete enjoyment. Enjoyment. Your complete sure. enjoyment. So we'll start with band names. Complete enjoyment. <clears throat> that sounds like a That's band a that would one. tour with Fish. Complete enjoyment. Complete enjoyment. No, they would like. That's open, an album. For sure open That's for an fish. album name. Complete enjoyment. Yeah. You know what? It's not an album name. It's like a greatest hits. Name. You know when bands name their greatest hits albums? I didn't know that that's the thing. They name their greatest hits albums, but they name it something else that's not greatest hits, like The Long Road or A Journey Complete. Uh, complete Enjoyment would be like a greatest hits album name. But it's also like, why don't you just name it greatest hits? Because that's what it is. Yeah. And you don't know what you're getting into. And then you're sitting there but you listening could, to songs you already You could know. also argue against that. It's like, well, why do I have to name it what it is? So should I just name my my second album what it is? Second album, 12 tracks. <laughs> second album, 49 minutes of rock. <laughs> that would probably sell better. Mm. Don't you think so? That's really good. You know exactly what you're getting into. You know, the, there's no hidden surprise. There's no, there's no wrapping paper on this album. 12 tracks, 49 minutes of rock and roll. 49 minutes of rock. Last song is the saddest. <laughs> right? You could toss in some other, like, this one will be this genre. Yeah. It's like, it's, so those people know exactly what track to go to. Right. Last song is the one that the producer and the label said no to, but they let you have it on the last track. When, when albums have... So then you when know albums to have, start there. Yeah, when albums have best. 14 songs, that's when you know that happened. Yeah. Or they have the hidden song at the end. Is that what you're talking about? No, I feel like okay, we don't do that anymore. You can't do that because Spotify <sighs> reveals all. Man. It's like, oh, the song's 27 minutes. No, of course it's not. Unless it's Godspeed You Black Emperor, then it is for sure a full song. But if it's not, it's for sure a hidden track, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fast good. forward to band names. Um, so each episode, we're going to present a band name. This is a fictional band name. This is not a real band name, but this is a band name that we've come up with. And what you have to do is you have to say the band name. You have to say what genre of music they are. You have to say what their debut album was called and then who they're currently out on tour with. And just for clarification, we own 100% of the rights on all of these band names. So if you take these band names, we'll absolutely sue you. So unless you ask us first. Yeah. And then all you have to do is ask and then you have rights to it. You can have it. And then you can have it. You just have to first email time. me. You have to email me at sales at coltwestbrook.com. <laughs> oh, that's kidding. all you're about to give. But seriously. Uh, okay. Why don't you do your band name first? What do you got today? You want me to go first? Okay. All right. So. You went first last uh, time. My, ba- my band, uh, Captain Football. Uh, <laughs> Captain Football. Captain Football. Captain Football. Yeah. Okay. It, came, it came about ironically because it's a bunch of people that are not good at sports. Um, but yeah, they're from Des Moines, Iowa, or Desmonez. Uh <laughs> That's how they say it. Uh, they're actually on tour right now, really big for them. They're out on tour with the Offspring and Metro Station because the they're they're like emo punk band, and this uh-huh. is really big for them. It's a tattoo tour. It's called uh-huh. Ink Life Festival, and so they're out. Uh, Ink Life Fest. Ink Life Fest. They just play like towards the end. Yeah. So, but it's a really big deal. Dude, I went to ILF. Stuff. Did you? I went to ILF '99. Uh, that's where I got. Was just getting started. Yeah, that's where I got all of my tats. Yeah, it's, and Stained was opening. It was Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. Dude, we could talk trash uh, on Puddle of Mud, but I don't want to because they're so good. Oh, I, I wouldn't talk trash Big Puddle on Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud fan. Yeah, yeah okay, great. great. But Stained, you're going to talk trash on Stained? No. Okay, they're good too. No, they're a good band. Yeah. I wouldn't like elect to listen to them, but when they're on, I don't change it. Yeah. 
you know, like if I'm at, like if I'm in line for nachos at a water park and Stained comes on, I, I don't, I don't leave the line. <laughs> I just let it play. I'll stay here. I'll keep getting yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's the last place I heard Stained though. Now that we're here, so far away. All right. Band name? <clears throat> Black Hole Prom Queen. Queen? Black Hole Prom Queen. So, uh, the uh, Black Hole Prom Queen is... Oh, I have my notes here. Black Hole Prom Queen is uh, the genre of post-punk revival. So, post-punk where it kind of feels like indie music, oh, yeah. but it's super roots. What's another band in that genre? Uh, Interpol. <clears throat> which is who they're out on tour with. Dude, I had them on my MySpace page for a while. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're out on, on tour with Interpol. And their debut album was please crown my tears please crown my tears can you wait can you back up and tell me how they came up with this what's the band name meaning black hole this needs to be added in there well that's for them to say that's that's their podcast this is our podcast yeah i see so if black hole prom queen does a podcast but if you had to how they got there yeah how'd they how'd they come up with that i feel like that's what a lot of people are doing right now they're taking celestial themes and mixing it with you know bad memories (laughs) so (laughs) i coming up with coming up with band names i think it's like ditching your old self kind of like imagine dragons that's a great name i just thought of it that's because that's what i do with most of my free time just sit there and just imagine I used to imagine minotaurs. You still imagine. I used to imagine centaurs. Baby aliens. <laughs> I imagine baby aliens, but now I imagine dragons. I've graduated. I want to talk to. I want to bring on neighbor Amy today to talk about talk about resting. Like, what does rest actually look like? Yeah. So, uh, without further ado, let's get neighbor Amy. Hey, neighbor Amy, welcome. Uh, Hi. We all pretend like we rest, right? Hey. We all, we, all, we all have a Saturday. And so here at Walrus Audio, like we're closed on Saturday, but some people are coming in on Saturday, you know, yeah. tweaking stuff. Some people are coming in on Sunday tweaking stuff, but we all generally take a day off or a, a day or two off. Yeah. And we pretend like we rest, but I want to know if we're actually resting. Yeah. So sometimes uh, I'm exhausted after a weekend. And then on Monday... I am tired starting Monday, mm. right? And we have a 9 a.m. meeting every Monday uh, where we just kind of get together and, and make a plan for the week and, and kind of, you know, supposed to like high-five each other and, you know, all right, go go get them, game. We got this, you know? <laughs> let's go, coach. Uh, that's what it's called. It's called, right. let, it's called let's go, coach. <clears throat> but I'm often tired on, uh, on Monday. What is real rest and how do you, how do like, how do you formulate your weekend or even like your vacation or even like an afternoon off? Like how do you actually rest where you feel recharged? Wow. Will you teach us? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I don't want to like culturally counter some of the things that matter to us um, by being like real old school, and say things like one of the issues we have with rest is that we live such fever pitched paced lives. 
Fever pitched pays live. Is that Jimmy just... Fallon and Drew Barrymore? Maybe so. <laughs> Fever pitch. Um, <laughs> hold on, because because here's the kicker: where we will not allow ourselves to untether from our work because it's constantly on our devices. Okay, yeah. How do we do that? Yeah. Somebody have a pen. Come on, pen. <laughs> pen what do you hey, need a pen for? Because <laughs> I'm. I'm this is going to be recorded. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like notes. you could just like zoom back on it. <laughs> I, know, oh, but I don't yeah. have a device, so I can't watch it. Oh, well, then you're not experiencing what I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, I have six iPhones. So no literally what actually constitutes as rest is feeling like you're untethered from work. Like you're untethered from work. But our we, our work has built, in this culture, has built our identities. So it's really hard to kind of allow ourselves to not think, perform, and execute tasks related to our work. So we should rest at work if that's our identity. Is that what you're saying? We Don't make it your identity. <laughs> um, well, tell me more. Like, what, what, what do you think rest feels like for you? You know, the art of good counseling is just being able to ask a question. So I, okay, so I will say stuff and, and you'll put the vocab to it, right? Fine. So... Um, so for me, like like exercising, uh, like running or biking, and then I call that a brain bath, right? Okay. Yeah. That's a brain bath for me, where I feel like my brain's taking a bath and it's it's clean now. And so this is micro rest, and then we can talk about my, macro rest, like vacations or days off. So I like so say like my mind is a room with a bookshelf. Right. And then right around 1130 AM, all the books are scattered all over the floor. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I'm worried about maybe like 19 things. It's like, oh my gosh, there's like 19 things happening. This is crazy. How am I going to go for a run or whether it's in the morning or in the evening or a bike? Um, and then I look at the floor and there's actually only two books out. It's gotcha. like, oh, those are the only two books that are actually you know, worth my time or worth me even yeah. worrying about. And I wouldn't even say worrying about, but sometimes I worry about them. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, so I'm going to give you kind of three real tangible tips here. Cause that's why I thought about coming. I was like, man, I want this podcast to be like, you can actually, these actually really apply to you where you are right now. Do we have a soundbite for tangible tips? Dude. Tangible tips. Why can't I have a band name called Tangible Tips? That could. You happen. are getting it. That is a good band name. Tangible, Tangible tips. tips. Pause. Who are they on tour with? <laughs> Tangible Tips. I. Oh, gosh. Mm. Tangible Tips. First, we need to know the genre of music. I mean, Amy's like, let's get back to therapy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, I feel like Tangible Tips is on I've tour with like this MGMT. I know what's happening. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't going there. With Tangible the Tips is on tour with MGMT. Okay, it's just two guys and a, a bunch of keyboards and computers Wait, and stuff. MGMT. Guys? I know that band. MGMT. You know yes. a band. Electric yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, right? Is that right? Shock me like an electric Phil. I got one. Yeah. You guys, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got yeah. it. And that album made college so great. It did. That was a great album. Yeah. yeah. I used to rollerblade to that song. Like I rollerblade around Lake oh, when I was gosh. in college and I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right. You want my tips? Rosies? Like what kind of rollerblades are we talking? Oh, gosh. Do you, do you grind on the pole and stuff? Like, no. <laughs> you like, 
that's I never want those words to be in a I sentence should, associated I with should, me. At I all. should note that I should note that that's also for rollerblading. Hey team, <laughs> we're gonna like, cut that when you jump when you jump on the staircase and you go down the pole on the rollerblades. It's called, okay. That's yeah. not what I was thinking it's of. Called it's grinding. Jeez, which is also neither one of those arrest. Nope. Let's go back to the tangible tips. Ready? Okay. So in theory, if you work with your mind as we do, like you work with your mind, so you have, maybe you've got a desk job, maybe you've got, I mean, whatever it is that you're working with your mind, you rest with your hands. You rest with your hands. Okay. So you work with your mind. Is that a metaphor? I don't know. No, 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 I'm just making this up as I go. Okay, cool. (laughs) So, okay. So if you have like a job, that is, you know, like you're compensated for the things you do on a computer, basically. Yeah. Right. Or on the phone or in person. Like you know? your editors, like your, mm-hmm. your people that are just like clipping and those people work with their minds. Like you, you think about like data mining, pass uh, process transfer. Yeah, people. I work with my mind because this? I'm oh. constantly thinking uh-huh. when I, for my work. And so you rest with gardening. Oh, with doing things. Or like woodworking. woodworking. I see where you're Or yeah. cleaning the house. Like I could go home and clean the house, not that I want to, but Ugh. I could go home and do laundry. Yeah. And that's restful for me because I actually, I hate laundry. Don't I was going to say, that. you pick the worst I know, home don't. chore. Well, what yeah, kind of washer like, and dryer do you have? Why do you hate laundry? <laughs> you like laundry? I mean, you look like a Samsung person. Are you doing Samsung or LG? Samsung? Whirlpool. What good job. Yeah, that's yeah. the Whirlpool, Maytag, Speed yeah. Queen. That's where that's the way to go, dude. Uh but you know, those are things that I would constitute as rest because they're not using my mind. I'm okay. actually breathe I've got some room to pull up and breathe. So people that work with their hands, <clears throat> um, ODOT, you know, yeah. people that have physical jobs. Oklahoma Department of Transportation. Yeah. yeah. They rest with their minds. So uh-huh. sitting and reading or sitting and watching television, maybe, okay. um, or doing those things would, would constitute as rest for them. Where we overcomplicate this is, it, is where we think, like, I'm supposed to be resting. I have to do nothing because people who are overperforming right. and remember the fever-pitched, paced society we live in constantly begs us to perform, perform, perform. Yeah. We actually have to figure out what feels like rest for us and then to mirror it as doing the opposite of what we consider work. Okay. Does that make any sense at all? To no, it does make so sense. Okay. <clears throat> it makes sense because I've been getting angsty the last couple of weeks and mm-hmm. my wife was like, I think you need a project to work on here, right? Instead of just like regular maintenance, like mowing the lawn, edging, weed eating, you know, all that kind of stuff, blowing the driveway, picking up all the kids' trash outside because God forbid they throw a granola bar wrapper away when they eat it (laughs) or a popsicle stick. Um, But uh, she was like, she's like, you seem like you're not so angsty and like blah, ready to, you know, explode if you have like a project. She's like, remember when you built that shelf in the master bedroom? And I was like, yeah, I do. That was, that was a fun project, you know, or so I need a project. Is that what you're saying? It, it appears to be so. And there's nothing more rewarding it, than finishing yeah. a project. So on your Saturday. I can think of a lot of things more rewarding than nothing. finishing a project. Like what about like world peace? That's probably not. I mean, that's finishing a project. You I mean, you set the bar really you, high for those yeah. projects. You finished world peace. Yeah, I think that's you need a great way. 
It's a great project. So I'm, I'm picking you as my counseling candidate here. So I, I choose you. Okay. So I have been chosen. <laughs> Toy Story Run, right, bro? Okay, very cool. All right. So what, what feels like a better Saturday for you? Like just sitting around doing nothing, being still, which you, it, it, it might be very hard for some of us to figure out how to be still. Yeah. Or creating something with your hands that doesn't constitute as work, but feels like you accomplished something and you're proud of it. What feels more restful for you? Uh, when I'm still, I think about work and Correct. I think about like lots of, That's lots of problem. problems or, the problem. or issues or things like that. And I, yeah. well, and then I, since I have access to work through my evil window, which is called the phone, um, Evil we're untethering my, ourselves from those my, things. We've got to figure it out. Bro, let's figure it out. Let's figure, let's do a podcast on that. Actually, uh, no, I think uh, like working on a project or going on a like a a mountain, like go a mountain yeah. bike trail. That's my next. That's my next my feed son? right there. Yep. What is it? Nature. Yes. What? Okay. Nature feels like when either even even when I take the trash out at night and the walk from the street to the house, which even, is kind of a ways at your house, even that feel yeah. right. Because I, my driveway is a mile long. Well, I'm just picturing me it's walking my trash long. out and it's like, I'm staying on pavement the whole time. I might see a tree or two. So it's like, my driveway is also pavement. We you have, have, look you have tons we of have trees a lot and it's common. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much in common. <laughs> We're just like each other. <laughs> I don't know about that. When, <laughs> when uh, on the on the walk back, you know, which yeah. is like 100 steps or 50 steps, even yeah. that feels really great when you can see yeah. stars. Yeah. And trees. Why is that? Because nature is nurturing. Nature nurtures us. That sounds like some BS sticker you buy at the Yellowstone National Park <laughs> gift card or gift shop. Well, if it is, you know. then I want to patent it and I need the money from that. <laughs> nature is nature. But what does that actually mean? It what means that, mean? that. What's what's actually happening besides a, a cool sticker that I should put on my Thule? Oh. Thule. Oh, yeah. It's Thule. It's not, it's not Thule. It's Thule. Well, what would you say to that? What, what would you say to be saying that like you, if you work with your mind, you rest with your hands you work with your hands, you rest with your mind, and then we figure out a way to rest by having a balance of nature in our lives. What does that mean? You tell me and then I'll tell you. It, what does that mean for me? Yeah. Oh God. Cause I know you do it. I do it all the time. I do it here all the time. Like I, I feel like with projects, I like to do projects here. Oh, I thought you were talking about going in nature. And I was like, we work inside. No, I'm tying into like the hands. Like <laughs> We work in a concrete I, box. I, everybody's like, oh man, what do you do at Walrus Audio? You just like play play instruments all day and stuff. And it's like, no, I do emails. I just sit at a computer and do emails. So I love to take on these projects here. And let the but, record show that he doesn't write and respond to email. He does email. I do email. So what's the yeah. difference? Uh, much more complicated. That's all I can say. Okay, cool. Doing emails is way more complicated. Like 100 emails to yeah. do today. So I got an answer for you, I think. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've been ready, I've been ready for years. So nature, getting ourselves into nature, obviously has all these mechanisms of exploring and wonder and awe, but it, it fully removes us from the conveyor belt of performance. That's why it matters. Like mm -hmm. nature is, is something that I think if you're stuck in, in 
overperforming, overworked, if you're stressed, if you're trying to do a project and you can't get it off your mind. So mm-hmm. I'm giving you two outlets here. Okay. So you, like you either practice the first one where, okay, I work with my mind. I'm going to rest my hands. I'm going to try to schedule out some more projects and make my weekends really count towards like doing things with my hands that matter. Uh-huh. Or I'm so stressed. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so anxious. I, I've got, like we talked about last time, I've got everything spinning in my head circularly. What do I need to do to rest? Well, I'm going to have to go out in nature because nature just has this unique way of pulling you off the conveyor belt. Yeah. It will pull you off of it. You will get lost in wonder. You will be hot. You'll be sweaty. You'll, you know, need to take some water or whatever, but it will actually be the thing that can reset you. And it's, it's time. I think it's time worth spending and it's been, this will tie us into vacations. First of all, vacations with your families are not vacations. Those are called trips. Okay. (laughs) If you have small children at all, you know what I am talking about. Um, But vacations I think are set up. um, I, I mean, they can be restful, but a lot of times we pack them in with experiences you know, a lot of times we come home from vacations if we've, you know, done a lot of things and we're, t- and we are tired, tired yeah. from, I call it a vacation hangover. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Vacation for your vacation. So you're yeah. saying we need to bring the wood shop with us on vacation. I mean, in theory, no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, cool. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm saying whenever you take a vacation, factor in that you need to be in nature for a portion of that vacation yeah. for it to really pull you into the rest you're looking for. Does gotcha. that make sense? So like when we travel, you know, if we go camping or whatever, um, we try to travel where we can hit national parks Yeah, because we can remember all the other things we did. We went whitewater rafting. We did this, we did that, but man, being in that park, that was something. What park did you go to? I try to go to all of them. And we got into Yellowstone. Yellowstone's tight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Grand what Canyon. Okay, I mean, you Grand want me Canyon. to list them all? Well, which one did you most recently go to? Um, where did I, where was I? Or what's your favorite? Well, I, I really like the Rocky Mountains. I was, we just actually uh, whitewater rafted two weekends ago, Brown Canyon in Colorado. Okay. What river is that? That would be the Arkansas River. Arkansas, okay. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. And we hit some class threes and fours, which for me, oh, that's dang. like a big deal. That's a big deal. It'd be yeah. a big deal for me. So it's it kind of exhilarating. Be a big deal for yeah. Way big deal. Way big. big. He does email. I do, e- I do email. <laughs> but here, I'll prove my point. It was exhilarating. My kids loved it. We got a great picture. It was awesome. But do you know what I loved most about yeah. that trip? What? Was when there was just like still water. We're just on the raft, still water. And uh-huh. you've just got this canyon on both sides of you and it's just calm. Mm-hmm. What? That's when I could say, you know what, guys, I rested in that moment. Like I was just, it was just really satisfying. Mikey, you kind of just took us there for a little bit. I did. Why are rivers so great? The oceans are cool. <laughs> oceans are cool. It's great. Ocean, day at the ocean's fine. Uh, lakes are great. But what, what, why are rivers, why do rivers seem more reverent than it's all of this? The those? sound. Like a day at the, the, a day in the river is like a thousand days at the ocean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But it's, it I, feels I mean, like... I probably would say it's balanced moving water. Oh, man. It feels like life. It's, it's like, you know, the ocean, it's like, 
<clears throat> it just rushes you. Yeah. Like the waves just crash it just into feels you. feels intense. Yeah. But this river is just like wherever you are, whether it's just this tiny creek or this big, massive, wide river, it's just this yeah. balanced movement of water. I, I think our raft guide, his name was Roscoe, which is another cool name. Roscoe. He was telling us me about something with eddies, right? Like there's these things called eddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're supposed to get your raft into the eddy and then the eddy moves your raft in the direction that you want to go. And I'm yeah. just sitting there thinking like, man, that, so basically when you come back to work from your rest, find your eddy. Oh, bro. And it's just going to move you in the direction that you're supposed to go. And then you're not going to have to overwork yourself to find the balance. Can an eddy be someone to do your job for you? Sure. <laughs> But honestly, this is about you. I need to find. I need your, to find uh, two Eddies. <laughs> if your name's at, Eddie, please apply to walrusaudio.com. Walrus All yeah. the Eddies, please email these guys. Eddie. Sales at coltwestbrook.com. I don't think that's what he meant. We'll figure it out. So, um, uh, Big Bend National Park. That's my favorite national oh, I park. I love that one. Big Rio Grande. Rio Grande. Rio Grande. Yeah. So, which is Rio so, Grande. Which it really, I'm kidding, it really pulls, it, it kind of pulls the world together at the Rio Grande down at, a, at Big Bend National yeah. Park. Because, I mean, you spend, you know, several days hiking through, you know, these Desert. mountains. And Torrential. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And then you hit the Rio Grande at, at one of the hikes and it is like, I mean, it's 10 feet. Yeah. There's, there's nothing down. There's no fence. There's no wall. It's just like 10 feet and there's Mexico. It's just like, <laughs> look at us. Here we you are know, I accidentally got world. lost in Mexico over there, and I didn't have my passport on me. Oh, oh my gosh. Did, yeah. Then did you make it over, or did you get... Oh, hit? I got pulled over by Border Patrol, and I had, like, a whole oh. situation. Oh. oh, you're driving? Yeah. Oh, you're driving a car. And I got lost. Yeah, that's different got, than being on a hike. You got lost in a different... In Big Ben. Like, wow. And then I, was, I got lost in Mexico, and my GPS wouldn't work, because once you, like, stop navigation out there... Yeah, you can't restart it. it. You lose it. So it's either like it's there or it's not there. So then I'm like trying to navigate maps. I'm by myself with two young children. Well, middle-aged children. You have middle-aged children. I mean, middle middle (laughs) school-aged children. There we go. And I got um, two kids. They're both older than me. None of us had our passports on us because we weren't expecting to go to Mexico. That's got to happen a lot down there. Yeah. Did you see a sign that says you're leaving your country? Nope. <laughs> There's nothing down there like that. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Are you sure? Wow. Press the F. It was just some back road, and then I like got pulled over by Border Patrol, and I like pitched the whole damsel in distress bit, and then yeah. they like navigated me back to where I need. I was just trying to go to Marfa, Texas, to see some Marfa, you know, Marfa stuff. Yeah, Mar- yeah. Th- and that is a nice place, isn't it? <laughs> it's a great place, Mar- but you're gonna need better GPS tracking skills to get there <laughs> from Big Ben. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mar- that's a no. That's a special place down there. Yeah, I, was, I love it down there. Yeah, you know who else loves it down there? Jeff Bezos. That's where Corn Ranch is. That's where they started launching Ooh. all them rockets from, yeah. blasting the, the the billionaires. Well, there's space. like a conservatory Origin. down there for that. Yeah, I took my son to it. It's pretty cool. There's a conservatory down there for what? A space conservatory. Are you serious? Yes. It's like a wait, and you thing. took so it your is, son. To it the is one of the darkest places in the world, like for sky watching. Yes, it's like a dark sky society oh. down there. And the stars. Uh, oh. That's another thing. Is that like, you know. F- finding ways to rest can also look like 
finding something bigger than yourself or a story or a mission or project that's just bigger than you. It just yeah. takes weight off, I feel yeah. like. Because like, uh-huh. we end up like boxing our world in and then we, we end up like just taking this pace to life that at times can just wear us down. Yeah. And then we need to find a way out. And so we're like, man, I got to learn to rest. Or I, and sometimes that looks like lots of different things. Sometimes that does look like doing nothing. And that's okay. If that's for you and you want to do nothing and that's rest, that's great. But also if you're stuck and you're just tired and you can't, you can't find your way out, go find something bigger than yourself. Like for me, thinking about the stars, yeah, I can lay down in Marfa, you know, and look up and it's just so big. It just pulls you out of whatever smallness you might feel. Yeah. I was, I was with my rock and roll band in college and we were in West Texas and, and we were off the state highway and there was literally nobody out there, but it was like in the heat, you know, the day was super hot and then yeah. the night had come. So the pavement was nice and warm and we laid down in the middle of the state highway and watched the stars for like 20 minutes, not a car came. And, and then we eventually moved because just by, you know, theory of circumstance a car would eventually come and kill us so we got up but uh there's only 12 people in west texas so you're fine (laughs) right and it was it was a special night also i think it's super important to educate yourself just a little bit about things that you are consuming like the cosmos so Mm -hmm. that you have an idea of what you're looking at yeah the fastest way to do that for if you're listening is astronomy photo of the day if you just google astronomy photo of the day what they do is they send you a photo from the Hubble or the James Webb Space Telescope, yeah. which is now, uh, or something else of something in the cosmos. And they explain how far away it is, how big it is, and what what it is. What's a neutron star? What's a nebula? What's a nova? What's a gobular cluster? What's a galaxy? You know, they kind of explain through all that stuff. And then when you look up in the sky, you kind of understand and get a small of the thing that you're actually looking at. Yeah. It's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. If you start thinking about it. Let's think about it for just a Let's sec. Think, yeah. Wait, what are we And doing? that was so overwhelming. Man, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Me too. That's but incredible. also I, I rest listeners really Googled that stuff. Space is so large. <laughs> Astronomy photo of the day. And it's I'm gonna a, look it up. It's a group of scientists that have just put content together in a little paragraph yeah. synopsis about what everything is. I will say, like, thinking back on my favorite memories, a lot of them, they involve stars, just looking up in the stars. Like, we went to Mesa Verde when I was a kid, and there was, uh, there was like, a shooting. It was, like, a big event. Yeah. And it was just, like, no lights out there, just laid on a picnic table at night, and it was just shooting star after shooting wow. star. It was one of my favorite memories. It was, I was, yeah. Let's do an exercise. I have an idea. And everybody listening, go back right now. Everybody close your eyes, right? And look back on your life and play a highlight reel of all the greatest things, all the greatest memories. Ready? Go. How many of those are outside? Think about that. We have influenced their thinking. (laughs) Think about that. All of them, because that's what the the frame of the Maybe because topic that's, was. That's what yeah, yeah. About. <laughs> but how many of those are outside? How many, how many excellent memories do you have of going to a movie? 
actually yeah i was gonna say i have so many i know i saw snakes on a plane in a full theater with 30 friends i've got i've got that was that was one of my best life experiences correlate us so what about the best concerts are at outdoor venues oh yeah what about that what about like you could be inside and it can yeah. You know, obviously you get a feel. I mean, I want I want your bands to play everywhere because it's awesome and you need to make money yeah. and people want to hear your music, so it's good. But, like, the best concerts I've ever been to have been the ones outside. And I just went to Red Rocks. And, I mean, it's, like, on oh. the highlight reel of my what's, life. What's Red yeah. Rocks? What is that? You don't know what Red Rocks is. Oh, my <laughs> word. Man, thinking of out, outdoor concerts, seeing uh, Thad Cockrell playing, man. So that was just, yeah, what Philip's talking about, Thad Cockrell is a singer songwriter out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, He's written lots of songs that you've already heard and he has some amazing music of his own. Uh, But he did throw like a private concert party while we were were there at NAMM. And and it was probably 300 people. Wow. And it was like, and he ran it out of like a high school band PA. It's just like two mains Mm -hmm. and an analog board, but the musicians. So, uh, uh, the new respects. Yeah, so the new respects Scotty were singing Mills. BGVs, yeah. and then uh, also Darius from the new respects is playing drums. And Justin Glasgow is playing bass. He was. Yeah, oh, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> was he? I think so. I think it's when I met him. Oh man, Scotty Mills Let's on guitar, better and, better. and then Taylor. Taylor uh, isn't it Johnson? Still, I think it's Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on guitar. Taylor Johnson, yeah. That was a magical night. Well, I cried. I cried many times. That's probably why people say like music festivals, especially if they're camping and they're outside yeah. the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And we had one of our friends there from, from Belgium that we work with. Oh. And his favorite thing about the concert was, uh, I like going to that show. It was very nice. You know the best part about that show? I look around, nobody's ugly. <laughs> I'm sure that did feel restful for him, didn't it? I was like, well, I was like, yeah, you're in 12 South in Nashville. I guess that's what you get. Oh, man. Uh, Uh, Think about it, though. Music festivals, outdoor concerts, nature walks. Yeah. Yeah. Rivers. Yeah. I saw Rihanna and Kanye West outside. That was one of my favorite shows. Really? That was your favorite show? That was in Dallas. It was amazing. That would be, I mean, the production. Yeah, yeah, The Thank You and Your Welcome Tour. It's really great. All right. Um... (laughs) What's your next question? No, I think it's all I have today. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, okay. So basically wrapping it up, uh, black hole prom queen. And if you work with your hands, rest feels like doing nothing, sitting down and doing not much, like reading a book or yeah. not being super active. Right. If you work with your brain, mind. your mind, yeah. um, doing something with your hands. Yeah is super active it's super restful super restful yeah in any case being outside for both parties is 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 very beneficial yep yeah unless unless you work in the international space station (laughs) and then you're gonna need to what then you need to suit up man that has to be i mean just man how crazy i that's rest I'm yeah. sure it turns into work after a while, but just seeing that. The International Space Station? I know. It's so hard. It's to so crammed up, up there. Do. And just imagine I'm not... just talking about going outside in your suit. They're yeah. like, wow. Just I bet it's pretty cool. Man. Well, I, well and I think, too, like what people figure out what to do with their work lives is based on what they were passionate about. Okay? So you're passionate about something, and then you love it, love it, love it until a certain point that, like, 
you build your work all around it. Uh-huh. And then I'm what I'm, what I'm concerned about is like, I want you to still love your job. Like, cause it was the thing that you said you were passionate about. Oh yeah. You really cared about it. And so that's why you do it. So how are you going to stay balanced in your passion for your job? Mm. Well, you're going to prioritize your rest and it's got to look like something that really satisfies your soul that the ache in you that's tired has to be less than the satisfaction of you feeling your soul with things that that really matter to you start that over say it again the ache the satisfaction of your yeah the satisfaction of of your work okay so i want you because our work ends up being the thing that we're passionate about like i i stuck myself in a rabbit hole psychology for a decade not because I literally loved it. Somebody didn't make you do that? Nobody made me do that. I signed oh. myself up for every one of those classes. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I, I picked out the books. I did, wrote the papers. You know, I built the, dis- the dissertation. All of it. I did it. Um, Are you a doctor? I have, Yes, I have a doctorate. Oh, Are you serious, no, Colt? Know. I knew that. Oh, We're my goodness. A doctor? Not an oh, MD. West a doctorate. With but, a doctorate. So I, I signed myself oh my up gosh. for all of that because I love psychology. Yeah. Just like you guys love what you do. So what I can't really, it can't equate my rest too because it's my passion of work. So what satisfies my soul is what balances out my work and rest. What satisfies my soul is what balances out my life. Yeah, my but, work and, yeah. but the problem here is that people took their passion and built their work with it. Yeah, which so is now hard. They're, they're stuck in their passion. Yeah. And they're not really seeking out that satisfaction of balance. Is that why I end up loving a lot of albums that don't have guitar in them? Probably so. It's probably fascinating to you. Mm. That's probably why. You so, do listen to like. Then I said that the yeah, ache of being tired, tired. <laughs> like, you know, that ache yeah. in your, you're just, you know, some people say it's stress, but it's like just ache of tiredness. Like I'm so tired. Uh-huh. That has to balance out with you figuring out how to really nurture the parts of yourself that need to just be. Yeah. Cause if you just make your passion, your work, then you're just always working. If you make your passion, your work, then you're always working, but then you need to rest. Yeah. Get outside. Prioritize it. And subscribe to Astronomy Photo of the Day. Correct. And and come see my band, Tangible Tips. Tangible with Tips. With MGMT. MG, on tour with MGMT. Uh-huh. For the Grinding first, for the first at some leg. outdoor venue somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all outdoor shows. In my all outdoor venues. Uh, could be this side of the U.S. Could be that with side your, of Mexico. We don't know. Rosies. Yeah. Man, outdoor come shows just need to have like no lights on stage or anywhere. And you just sit out there and listen to beautiful music and look at the stars. Yeah. Cold beer, good day. Man. That's an album. Cold beer, good day. Cold beer, good day. That's tangible tangible tips. tips. Cold Cold beer, beer, good good day. day. Uh, Cold beer, good day. Now that's like a country. That's like a 90s country artist. I love 90s country. That is my favorite kind of country. Chase Trekker. Chase Trekker. That's the country artist. And the the album name is... Chase Trekker. That's cool. a good country name. Cool Come beer, see me. Day. Trisha Yearwood's going to do backup for me. Dude, Trisha you're Yearwood. huge. If she's, <laughs> she she's a friend. She's a family friend. She's yep. a family friend? Yeah. You're from Weatherford. Is she from Weatherford? No. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to her right now. Oh. Who's the famous I'm guy from Weatherford? Who's the astronaut from Weatherford? Oh, dude. Tom Stafford. All right. The this man. Awesome. Goodness. Tom Stafford. 
Love it. I think I derailed your host show. Uh, Thanks he, for having me. Yeah, <laughs> he made the stealth bomber on a napkin in a bar. Like that concept. Like and, and to this like, day, it's the only bomber that that uh, that the that the that the army that the the air force uses that's made out of napkins. Hmm. It's crazy. It's so light. That's Thank you for joining so us today, Dr. Amy. I appreciate you being on. <laughs> I like to neighbor uh, Amy, Na- Dr. This, neighbor neighbor Amy. Amy. Dr. Neighbor Amy. Thanks for being on, uh, teaching us about rest. I learned a lot today. Yeah, Good. I feel like I'm probably going to leave right now and go home. Aren't you guys, Lauren, Austin, me? <laughs> Let's and, go rest. Well, it is Everyone Friday. Is, it's yeah, Friday. I think we should just go home. That's really great. And get All outside right. Thank and you guys. build something made out of wood. All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week time. Yeah. Boom. Okay. See ya. We're going to work on that. We'll work. Peace. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Hey, goodbyes. Thanks. Thank you, people. See ya. Oh, my gosh. See ya.